Greetings, folks, and welcome to episode 12 of the Far Beyond Metal podcast. My name is Daniel Cordova, your spirit guide on this metal journey. In this episode, Diego from Haken tells us about his first band, and I recommend a track from the instrumental project Retin Wave. Before all that, I interview Federico Palovic of the Italian technical progressive self-described Giacore band Destrage. We discuss their new album, A Means to No End, as well as their tour antics, the Italian metal world, Christmas, and a lot more. Before our chat, here's some of Symphony of the Ego from the new record. Sorry for, for the other time, was really, really sick. How? Today I'm fine, so it's going to be good. So you're feeling better? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm good now. That is, And, and at, right after that, you went on a plane, which is usually kind of the reverse order. You usually go plane, then sick, in my experience. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, I, just, I just came back, actually, from Spain this morning. And, and yeah, like, I, I'm actually uh, taking antibiotics. And that's you know, that's the strongest thing you can you could ever do <laughs> for, for sickness. Oh yeah, I I had a, a pretty brutal round of uh, antibiotics earlier this year. I had a, a gnarly sinus infection that resulted in my eardrum bursting, which is the first time that's happened to me, and I wouldn't recommend it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. Yeah, doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good at all. Alrighty, well, shall we dive in, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can we can begin, we can start. Alrighty, uh, so you guys are out and about promoting the latest album, the uh, A Means to No End. Uh, I just want to start off with uh, the album cover. What is the significance of the butterflies? Uh, wow, this is a question. Actually, I'm not sure about that because the artwork has been made by Eva Bovan, which is an artist from UK. And we just, um, we just explained it, uh, what was the record about, and she just came up with that idea. And because the initial idea was to uh, take a picture, take a, uh, an old picture of, um, of a girl, and taking a picture of a picture of a girl with the um, coins on her eyes. But eventually, she came out with this idea with, uh, you know, butterflies, and um, eventually, we liked that. And the only thing I might say is that it connects with the fact that this is the fourth record, and we have four butterflies. And the interesting thing about butterflies is, if you notice that there's a butterfly with uh, the head, which is detached, and this is because the um, uh, the male of the butterfly uh, in the period when he had to he has to reproduce he can actually live without his head and and just continue reproducing 
does the uh, female take it like a praying mantis or black widow or is it just kind of like leave it behind uh no actually i'm pretty sure those butterflies just leave a, a few days they just live to reproduce Brutal. like they live in a in a in a medium form like in a warm form for until i i think up to 17 years and then they had this disclosure and be, becoming butterflies and living like three or four days as butterflies and that's it i didn't know that that seems so tragic <laughs> Yeah, it, but in in a sense, like the, the the title of the album actually, means to no end, refers much more of something which is beautiful for the purpose of being beautiful, not for the purpose of be, of being useful in some way. And that it's in itself and is it, a uh... yeah. The the butterflies make sense with the title. And that in itself is like a, a kind of a, a beautiful notion. However, I've seen interviews where you guys have been saying that this is a darker re record overall than Are You Kidding Me? No. Uh, why it do you, is. Why do you guys think you guys went a darker route? Uh, I don't know. I just feel it, it actually felt more natural because we are all 30 years old now and we, we felt more comfortable with that new kind of sound much more than... Uh, when we were like 25 or so, when you're still like uh, young and crazy and going all over the places. And now, you know, life just puts you on other responsibilities and, and in a natural way, we just felt that we could express better in a more like serious and darker and more deep way of expression. It wasn't like a deliberate choice. It just was a more natural direction to us so you guys are doing okay emotionally there's nothing to worry about no absolutely no it's just, <laughs> it's just a matter of growing up as a human being you know True. and and there are phases where you're more reflective and phases where you're more crazy and you don't give a shit about life it, it depends it's just a period when we are facing responsibilities of being men's and not boys anymore uh part of your responsibilities as of late have become i'm not sure how recently to be honest with you but you've begun doing traveling drum clinics when you were first learning drums did you ever think you'd be doing that for like a, a side gig uh i don't know because i've i've, I've started drums when i was nine and I had no clue of the entire industry, music industry. I just started because I wanted to play music and drums. It's always been something that I wanted to play. And but eventually, I realized very soon that it could, it could have been my, you know, my job, my profession, because during the years, like teachers were, you know, keeping saying me that I was good, and eventually I believed in myself that I was good, and, and that was, you know, that what I do now, actually. Uh, do you, are you, in, uh, you just said that you find yourself as a good musician. I've encountered so many that still in the back of their head, there's a voice saying they suck. Do you still have that in, in the back of your head? 
Uh, no, it's not that I'm thinking that I suck. It's just that I can clearly see where, where, where do I want to go. And I know what I'm missing uh, as a musician. I know I know perfectly what I have to work on to become better at what I want to do, actually. So I recognize uh, what I can play well, uh, as well as I recognize what I want to play better than I do now. And as I uh, mentioned, you've been doing drum clinics. How was China this year? Uh, say it again, please. The connection is not very good now. <laughs> uh, earlier this year, you did uh, a clinic in China. How was uh, going to China playing drums, and were you able to see the rest of the country or anything else, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I did a clinic tour. I have been in China for three weeks, which has been which has been kind of a crazy experience, to be honest, because it's a totally different world, and it's everything. It's kind of brand new, referred to. Uh, Western and modern music, because they're very strong on on classical music, but uh, there are many many people who want to play drums, and uh, but the, the the average level isn't very high at the moment, and uh, but everyone get really attracted by difficult music, difficult stuff. I've I've, I've seen many young children attempting to play. Dream Theater songs or Lamb of God songs. Um, and uh, it's been very interesting, actually. Um, to kind of go back in time a little bit with uh, you and the band, the band has a very unique sound and always has from the records I've heard. Uh, what was it like coming up in the Italian um metal scene with such a unique sound was finding shows difficult was building packages any of that sort of how was it uh, to be honest uh we we feel very lucky because uh we really have a solid fan base in italy uh and i can tell you we we were surprised at the beginning for how fast it, it, it has grown in in just a few years we were able to play uh, good clubs with, with a good amount of people and uh, that was quite surprising to be honest because the scene in Italy isn't very healthy and now it's getting better we have a few very good bands in, in, in the scene but we we actually very we are very we're doing very well in Italy and Japan and the rest of the country is it's 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 a bit tougher you know because coming from italy um feels like you have to do uh one more lap of the circuit to get to the target uh, and i don't know if this is because um, um the the image that an italian band can have on a international level or if it's just because we, you know, we are not an English-talking, uh, English-speaking country. And, and for this, it's harder to get connections and, and play tours and do stuff that other bands from England and U U.S. and Australia uh, usually do earlier that, that we are doing, actually, in our career. Um. 
I've seen the uh, new record, A Means to No End, on quite a few end-of-the-year lists. How has that felt for you guys? Uh, do you feel vindicated? Do you feel... Uh, how do you feel, I guess? Oh, well, we feel very, very well, actually. It's been, it's been a hell of a work to, to put everything together to do this record, and, and we're really happy that finally um, the, the feedback from people and reviews and uh, webzine is being very, very good and very, very well till now. And, of course, we're happy about this, but, you know, uh, we, we're we not the that kind of person who uh, let themselves down when they read a very bad review. And on the other way, we don't get too pumped for a very good review. It's just, you know, it's a matter of uh, balance in a way. So we're happy about that, but without, you know, thinking we are the best or anything like that. Are you the kind of person that would read a review of your new album, or you try to avoid that? Because internet can be a... Uh, a I will, of, because uh, I'm really curious to see, uh, because all the people who have listened to the record, um, for how could be positive the feedback, but everyone has said something slightly different. They can hear influences of uh, different bands from each other, and um, or for instance, the favorite song of of one could be very different from from the other one for many different reasons. And I think it could be very helpful to try to see others' people' point of view to understand uh, how people perceive your music. I actually read reviews, yeah, for this reason. So any of my listeners out there that have written a bad review, he knows, he knows. Oh yeah, I know, I know. That was the title track from the latest Death Rage album, A Means to No End. I'll have more with Federico in a moment, but first, this is my first band. Every musician has to start somewhere, and in this episode, Diego, the keyboard player of Haken, discusses his heavy metal origins. My first band. My very, very first band. Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh... Or I guess the first one you remember. Okay, my first one that's actually worth mentioning. Um, it was a band I had in Mexico called Decadence, and... Uh... It was some sort of, uh, it was progressive, uh, but it had a heavier sound uh, with uh, heavy vocals. So just imagine a mixture of um, Opeth and um, maybe Symphony X or maybe Dream Theater. That, that's that kind of sound. 
if could you listen to it now and cr- and would you cringe or would you enjoy it? Uh, both, I think a little <laughs> bit of both, and I think that's the beauty of it because. <laughs> As I said to you earlier on, I mean, when you listen to to the, the stuff you used to do back in the day, you look back and say, "Oh man, I I would have done things completely different now." But I think that's the beauty of it because if you look back, you cannot realize that you've grown or you're mature, and you you know you're doing things better. Hopefully, I think it would be a bit depressing looking back and thinking, "Oh man, those were the days. I'm just doing horrible things now." You know, so uh, that's one of the things. And at the same time, you listen to it and you kind of enjoy the um, sort of the youthness of it, you know, because I did that when I, I used to play with this band when I was 15, I played keyboards and we did, you know, a few gigs around and uh, I was very proud of it when I was, when I used to play on that. And and you can see, you know, the, I didn't have many knowledge on, on music theory, for instance, on my sound design or what I do now, what I am actually into now. So, um, but I did, the best I could back then. So I find it endearing in a way. So yeah, I sometimes cringe to think, oh my God, I was just trying to go like all the way there and it's just not worth it and not working. But yeah, it's fun, I think. the latest Haken album, Affinity, that was 1985. Now more Federico of Destrage after this bit of Destroy, Create, Transform, Sublimate. From their album, Are You Kidding Me? No. December at this time, and we're kind of in the end of the year list season. What are some of your favorite uh, releases from this year? Uh, I might say the, the month of October has been very, very full. Uh, for sure, my Sugar Records, it's sick. And uh, Dillinger's Cape Plan was a very good one. And uh, I haven't listened to the entire Metallica one, but it sounded good to me. And uh, Animals as leaders, a lot of good stuff came out this year. Yeah, this year was... these are the four that, that you know come to my mind now. Yeah, this year was kind of crazy for releases, and I've been hearing that a lot about the Metallica album. It's it's dense. There's a lot there. Oh, and and, and Lamb of God and um, also they just came out with an EP. I oh guess. yeah, yeah. That one sounds really good. That sounds killer. Yeah, it sounds killer as well. 
And we're also in the uh, general Christmas season. Are you a Christmas guy? Oh, I'm a late. Uh, I'm a l- late gift buyer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, like I'm not not really super Christmas guy. I enjoy it. It's not that I hate it or something. It's just something that it has to happen once every year and and I'm glad to enjoy it instead of fighting against it. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, interesting traditions around Christmas or New Year's or anything? Um, actually, I don't think so. I just go and find relatives and eat as a bastard motherfucker all day long. <laughs> <laughs> What do you get? What do you guys usually eat? Oh well, it depends. Like in Italy, like one of the strongest thing, as you may know, is food. So there's no usual food for Christmas. It's just uh, whenever who wants to cook um, came up with, it's good. It's gonna be good for sure. And actually, I think we we're going to have a. Um, a Christmas dinner with all the guys this uh, Thursday. Thursday evening is going to be Death Strange Christmas dinner. <laughs> that and is... I don't know what we're going to eat, actually. That itself should be its own holiday special. It's just you guys record your conversation, release it, be a lovely podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it, we're going to be listened by Italians only. That's the main problem. Hey, there's still an audience there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Through a little bit of Facebook stalking, I found you, and I saw a picture of you holding a bear face to your face as your, like, profile. Are you a big bear fan? Uh... (laughs) Oh, what a weird question. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) All right, here, let me do a little explanation there. So I am a big fan of... the animal bears in fact my fiance is as well in our room that i'm recording this in right now we have a chair that is full of all the stuffed bears we've collected over the years that people have given us so it's not that (laughs) weird to me but maybe it's weird to everybody else uh no it's just that i found this pillow in this shop and my girlfriend took the picture and eventually we actually bought the, the pillow because it was the last one and I just thought it was cool with, you know, taking a picture with a bear on my face. But that's, <laughs> you know, no more than that, actually. No more than that yet. You'll become a bear. Person. No, yet. Not yet. I, I will have to think about that. We, we know our own. You'll become one of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so in the recent weeks, the tour was just announced with you guys, the contortionists and periphery. Um, I'm assuming you're looking forward to that tour. You've played with them both before, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward. We're very good friends with um, the contortionist because we we did a tour together previously um, two years ago with with Protest the Hero, and um, and we are very good friends with Periphery as well. But we haven't played together yet, so it's going to be the first time playing a tour together, and I'm really looking forward to. It. Now, when you play with bands that you've played before that you consider friends, do you guys just, are you a band that pranks people, or are you anticipating any sort of 
shenanigans? Um, you know what? It depends of on the wave of the entire tour. It's not that we are always in in a certain way. We just understand how other people could react to stuff that we do, and and we just do it in in a way which could be. Uh, we want we want to do it professionally, but if we see there's a chance to you know relate to people in a more friendly and and uh, fun way, then we are the first to attempt this. <laughs> and, and and yes, to be honest with the contortionist and protest hero, uh, it's been it's been very very good relationship since the very beginning, for what I can remember. And following this tour, I'm assuming you've got all sorts of summer madness planned as the uh, summer festival season will pick up. Are uh, you... To be honest, I don't know. I don't know anything yet. Uh, I know our agent will work very hard on this, but to be honest, for now, we haven't anything planned. I hope this tour will boost the request for Death to for, for festivals. Yeah. So asking if uh, we're going to see Destridge in the United States soon, you're un uh, a little unknown. Uh, well, that's, that's the main goal. It's been the main goal for years. And, uh, scusa, sto facendo l'intervista, non gridare, che se no non riesco a capire, io lo parlo in inglese. Sorry, that's my dad shouting in Italian. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Uh, I, that's the main goal, but it's difficult. Like, we, we almost... Uh, book the tour, but you know it's difficult because of the visas and requires a lot of time and money, and it has to be done with the right bands, and you know, and especially for a band like us that that does a very uh, unlabeled uh, kind of music, because if you ask us what kind of music we do, we we actually don't know how to reply. And and for promoters, it makes the choice of a band more difficult because we can actually tour with anyone without fitting no one. It's it's difficult to explain, but you know, I, I think that the best the best combination it's been done already with Protest Hero and Sixth in the UK. Those two bands were the perfect fit with us. Yeah, that makes but, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, but um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we can fit very well with other bands that I don't think about now. I, I know you can't exactly just be like, hi, we're a band, can we get on this tour per se, but apparently Dillinger are supposed to go on throughout touring 2017. Maybe hit them up or something. That'd be rad. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'm actually going going to Los Angeles for the NAMM show as every year, so if I will have the chance to talk to someone, I will try for sure. Ben's the sweetest guy. Hit him up. Yeah, that, that, yeah I've been talking to them, uh, to two of them, a couple of times. Yeah, they they very good guys. And, and yes, that would be a dream tour. Like that, that would be a perfect match for sure. Alrighty, sir. Well, thank you so much for talking with me and working out like another time. I'm glad you're feeling better. Enjoy the rest of uh, your day and whatever Thanks, else you got planned. Thank you very much. And have a nice Christmas. You as well. Thank you. And, 
and then and enjoy your beer stories. <laughs> oh, you know I will. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, thank you very much. Of course. Have a good day. You as well. Bye. I'll see you. Thank you. Bye bye. You can get the latest album from Destrage, A Means to No End, via Metal Blade Records now. For more on the band, head to destrage.com. I like to end every episode with a recommendation, and in this episode, I am recommending the latest from the instrumental progressive Retinwave. Retinwave is a project that is in the realm of Cloud Kicker or Pomegranate Tiger, but only if their songs were longer and more expansive. From the late 2015 album Ephemeris, this is Tears in Hurricanes.
for more Retinwave, head to retinwave.bandcamp.com. That's R-E-T-I-N-W-A-A-V. There you can find both of those albums at a pay-what-you-want price. I recommend quite a few dollars for the sheer volume of music that's basically being given away. That'll do it for this episode, and as always, you can follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal. I'm on Twitter at Ovacord. You can email me at farbeyondmetaldan at gmail.com. The theme is Far Beyond Metal by Strapping Young Lad from their album The New Black, courtesy of Century Media Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. A Catbox Production.